0: Michael, you want to do it or should I do it?
1: I'll do it. Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers. I am Michael Nansen. As always, I am joined by Spencer Ampersand Polio. Spencer, uh, how do you feel about the ampersand? I know we've talked about this before, but did we really get to the heart of it? What's the deal with you?
0: Oh, so, you know, I, I misspoke because for some reason, like an idiot, when we when we made that joke however many episodes ago i i mixed up ampersand with an at sign
1: ah that's right that's right you sure did
0: and uh i've never been able to correct this on pod you know it's one of those like i said it it's out there so if you ever go back to an old episode and realize i did that feel free to laugh at me but for the record uh it's an. It's not an ampersand. It's an at sign. Um, I just don't know what an ampersand is.
1: It's okay. It's just the and symbol, Yeah.
0: It's just the and symbol. I know. I know what an ampersand is, but I didn't. I at just at, when I when we when we did it, I, I, I my brain heard ampersand, but my but my brain thought of at sign.
1: It sounds like you're really growing, going through it today, Spencer. <sighs> yeah. Are you swimming in a fog, like a mental fog?
0: Not really. I mean, I've had my caffeine, like my pre-pod caffeine. I'm just, I don't know. It's just been a weird, weird day. I understand. How, I how, mean, are, we, how are you, Michael?
1: How I'm doing your, all right.
0: How was your birthday?
1: My birthday was good. Got to do a lot. Uh, enjoyed my time. Now I'm back. Here on the podcast. So nice.
0: Isn't it crazy that our two year anniversary coincided with your birthday and our hundredth anniversary coincided hundredth episode? We had a hundredth anniversary. Can you imagine us doing this when we're a hundred and thirty one and a hundred and sixty one, respectively?
1: That sounds insane i mean we'll have to make major advances as humans in in medical technology but yeah i also think the quality of the podcast would skyrocket actually once we get past uh, our hun- into our hundreds
0: yeah no definitely because we're like older and wiser or just because uh people would enjoy the novelty of very very old people talking about a band from the 2000s like the early 2000s
1: a little bit of both and then maybe also because at that point you'll just let us have a soundboard oh yeah we'll just be cracking soundboard jokes all the time you know canned laughter the trombone failure noise
0: wah, 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 wah. <laughs>
1: exactly perfect
0: like a fart sound
1: yeah <laughs> a crying baby sound what's um, what's
0: your least favorite like I don't know what the audio equivalent of a clip art is, but like what's your favorite one of those?
1: My favorite one? yeah, I really like the this is kind of going out into the ether because it they, they kind of do this on the radio, but mostly in cartoons, but I really like when they play the weird like bongo noise when somebody's like slipping on the ground in a cartoon like in scooby doo or something
0: can you uh can you do your best impression of that sound right now
1: on the pod <laughs> It's really hard to do. How are you supposed to make a fucking bongo noise like that?
0: I don't know. You're the one who it's... just s- who
1: said it. Look, just go watch an old <laughs> Scooby Doo episode, and when like Shaggy slips on like an oil slick or something like that, that's the noise that it makes.
0: I think I know what you're talking about.
1: I don't know how you describe that sound. I'm sure it has an industry noise, but.
0: It's not like 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 something equivocal to like the Wilhelm scream. I don't know what 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 a weird start to an episode, right?
1: Yeah. We should talk it's about It's very weird.
0: There's Okay, so really quick. So before we get into the episode, um I don't have a pun, but I do I do have a thing I want to talk about before we start talking about the the song that isn't a pun and it's not going to lead up to a pun. Um but Pressure Machine Deluxe, right? You heard about this. Yes. So. So so for real, I'm pretty sure like a member of the band listens to the pod and never wants us to stop making episodes.
1: Because they keep releasing new songs.
0: Because they keep releasing new stuff.
1: And a documentary now.
0: Yeah. Have you watched it?
1: I have not watched the documentary yet. No, I
0: I watched like the first like five minutes. It was weird. And I was like, I feel like I feel like it's something we should we should do like a exclusive or something on where we watch it. But you know how good we are about doing exclusive and whatnot.
1: We're incredible, Adam. Go to our Patreon at Patreon dot com and see how good our exclusive are
0: yeah do that and
1: and multitudinous.:
0: Yes, true, true many
1: exclusives.: True many exclusiveies see it's it's Michael and Shrek every week. <laughs> uh, I mean Shrek has also uh, been hit on the head a few too many times, so he's not quite the same as when he was running around with Donkey.:
0: Get the hell out of my swamp
1: me swamp.
0: <laughs> no swampy. <laughs> You got a pun wow. there? You got a pun this week, Michael?
1: Uh, you know, I really don't. I I this is one of those weeks where I it would have been pretty easy, but I just neglected to even think of one and uh, I don't know. Well, there's let, really nothing I can say.
2: Eh,
0: well, let me know if you uh you change your mind. That's all I could think of. How are you? How's? Hi. We,
1: <laughs> we did it. We did it. <laughs> the greetings were long done and dusted before you <laughs> did that pun. I, you know, I don't hate it though, Spencer.
0: I mean, it was it was all I could think of, right? Because
1: it's not really a pun.
0: Yeah, it's not a pun. It's just a, you know, it's, words. it's like it's like, how did you hear about the killers? Somebody told me, you know,
1: yeah, perfect. for the
0: for the record. One of the best delivered uh, episode puns. Uh, shout out to Sandy. Uh, who did that pun?
1: Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I have mad respect for anyone who comes on this podcast and try it and uh, does a pun and especially succeeding at the pun. That's bold.
0: Yeah. Excellent delivery. Quality. Uh, mouthfeel. Mouthfeel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't describe that. Don't describe things in terms of mouthfeel, unless they are mouthfeel related.
1: The only way we should describe anything is how like, major market American beers market themselves and like the adjectives they use that are just completely fake and made it for the beer.
0: So are you saying we should describe our episodes as crisp and refreshing?
1: Right, and they have superior drinkability.
0: Uh, never fills you up and always lets you down
1: and a very okay, accurate
0: description of the pot by the way
1: <laughs> when the mountains turn blue the pot is ready
0: get, get that get that draft like pour straight from the can <laughs> been drinking a lot of guinness it's st patrick's month Ugh.
1: i so st patrick's has passed it was actually last week yeah at this exact day, but Mm -hmm. I, uh, I had, I asked someone to go to the store for me, somebody who was staying at at my house and they, they were like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll pick you something up. And so I just put dark beer, a stout or a porter.
0: They got you Guinness, didn't they? They
1: got me fucking Guinness. And I was like,
0: hold on. Do you not like Guinness?
1: It's fine. But if there's an option to get literally any other stout or porter, I'd rather get that because Guinness is like the stout for babies. Uh, you so know,
0: I I like Guinness. I'm the wrong person.
1: It's fine. I I, I look Guinness kind of sucks out of a bottle. If it's a draft can, that's the best way to get it at home. That's but what then, I do. If I can get it draft at a at a brewery, also preferable to out of a bottle or can. But I mean, yeah. I I was when I said that I was like I should have put not Guinness, not even like I don't know some other. Major British or UK brand that's just a uh, like a macro brew. I,
3: was I can't gonna, think of another one. I was just gonna.
0: Let, I, I was just gonna let you keep going. Um. So so the song "Change Your Mind" by the band The Killers. Mm. How do you how do you feel about this?
1: I think this is a great song. I think it is the best song on the second half of Hot Fuss.
0: You know, you said that before we started recording and I want to get this on record. I always thought you were a bigger fan of the song On Top, which, if I recall, like directly follows or precedes this. I don't remember. Where's On Top?
1: I think On Top is before this.
0: That's a really good combo.
1: I mean, this is a great either way. If this is before or after, it's a great. Uh, so on top is seven. No. Yeah. And then eight is change your mind. So this comes yeah. right after on top.
0: Yeah. So the only thing that's screwing all this up is
1: Andy, you're a star. We, now we've officially done. Don't look now. Stop the presses. But we have officially done every song on uh, Hot Fuss except for the, the, the most notorious one. Um, is this it? Is this
0: the last one? This
1: is the last one other than uh, Dr. B. So oh Jesus, we we right? That's terrifying. So here's here's my official review of the second half of Hot Fuss. I'm gonna rank them right now. Okay, and go for the record. It starts with seven and ends with eleven. So no, we we haven't
0: one, we haven't done glamorous indie rock and roll.
1: I okay. If you're con- considering glamorous indie rock and roll, I mean part of it. I was looking at the American version because I'm
0: American. Okay. But okay, fair enough.
1: Mm. Uh, I had the deluxe okay.
0: edition of the record, but okay. Do
1: you see, you see what I have to deal with? How did I stay on this podcast for 105 <laughs> episodes? Fin- finish, your, finish your. How time. did I stay for so long? <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Number one. Change your mind. Change your mind. Number one. Change your mind. In the second half of Hot so Bus. In
0: the fine. second half. In the second half. Of course. Number
1: of course. two is On Top. Okay. Number three is Midnight Show. Okay. Number four. Is ah, believe me, Natalie. Number five, Andy, you're a star, and last is everything will be all right. Oh, uh, hmm. okay. Well and it, it really drops off. I should note it really drops off after change your mind.
0: Yeah, no, honestly, damn. I wouldn't even put okay. So, so I, I we're counting it's going to be six through 12, right? According to genius.com. It's probably for me, it's going to be Change Your Mind. Yeah, it's it's pretty much the same for me. Yeah. Although Glamorous Indie Rock and Roll is probably last, although we haven't done that song yet. So, you know, I might I might have I might have a different opinion once we do the song.
1: You know, I mean, yeah, that that sounds about right. I mean, we'll have to we'll have to check it out. And once we do, I mean, it'll be the end of end of the standard eps when we do Mr. B, but then we can truly rank Hot Fuss. The only reason I didn't include everything else is because we haven't done a yeah. crucial, a linchpin song in the album.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could have any number of opinions about that song. <clears throat> now something that first off, did, did I say how I felt about this song?
1: I don't know. Go for it.
0: This is like one of my favorite songs, like not even my favorite killer song. This is legitimately one of my favorite songs. I think the instrumentation rocks. I think it's got a killer baseline. It also has a hand drawing itself entirely across the piano, which is my favorite shit ever because it's so tacky and I love it.
1: You, but, you love when somebody sweeps their hand across the keyboard
0: on a piano. Yeah. The like that. Because <laughs> I feel I, like it's such a it's such a, like a like an animal impulse to do. It's know? true.
1: Everybody, everybody who can't play piano immediately wants to do that when they see a piano.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like how, you know, someone who can play piano always plays fucking that do 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 song. You know what I'm talking about?
1: chopsticks
0: no not chopsticks the other one
1: uh i can't remember the name of that song
0: you know what i'm talking about though i
1: do know what you're talking about though the two songs the one song besides chopsticks that everyone yeah. plays
0: yeah everyone like if you can play piano or like you have the barest minimum of understanding of how to play it you'll play x and if you have no concept of piano in any way shape or form you go but since no one likes it when I'm being nice to something, I have made an, a crucial decision that that is the last time I'm going to be nice to this song. Rest of the song. I'm not going to be like, Put it. I'm not going to be like super negative about it, but like I'm going to be, you know, nitpicky and semi-critical.
1: So did 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 you like see a focus group or something and they told you that the, the people want Spencer shitty?
0: I I don't know. I just, I just feel like it'd be a kind of a fun stance to take on one of my big songs that instead of going, you know, just sucking, just, you know, spending the entire duration of the episode, just, just, just sucking it off. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be semi-critical of it, you know, you know, lift up those rose tinted glasses and, you know, emotionally come to terms with uh, a more realistic, interpretation and feeling about this song. How do you feel about that attitude, Michael?
1: That's fine. I still feel like you're high or something.
0: I'm really I don't know why the fuck I'm so out of
1: it. Like, fuck. (laughs) Truthfully, it's just so it's nearly spiritual. Spencer, this is pretty you're pretty woo woo for you. This is one of my
0: favorite songs, and I have no idea how to tackle it. I almost texted you like right before we started recording and say, could we do a different song? But I felt like that would have, you know, been been crapping way out. Yeah. The coward's way out, you know, because we've I've done that only with one other song. And that was Tranquilize. And you know what? Like, I'm 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 kind of not ready to do this song, but we're going to do it.
1: Well, here's something that may get you going. a little icebreaker for your brain. All right. Change Your Mind is exactly three minutes and 11 seconds long. 311.
0: 311. Yeah. That's it. But, okay. Go, go
1: tell, tell me what. Tell me what you think of that. Tell me about what that means. Like on a larger scale. Is there like a does Bible this, verse? Does,
0: I don't. Fucking does know. this
1: signify ancient aliens? Uh, yes. Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. It only took twenty minutes to to draw <laughs> the link between ancient aliens and the song "Change Your Mind"
0: by the Killers. <laughs> the
1: killers. Okay, that's what they're trying to say.
0: So you know to to go into that, and I put this in the Google Doc. And I'm going to read this exactly as I wrote it, because I feel like you would appreciate this. Something we really should have done 104 episodes ago. What do you think this song is about, Michael?
1: What do I think Change Your Mind is about? Sometimes we talk about this.
0: We do, but I feel like we should like formalize that and we should have we should we should just we should like rapid rate like every other song, like an exclusive or something. But for this week, what do you think this song's about?
1: I think this song is about somebody, you know, being like turning you down and you're trying to win them over, you know, romantically. It's a it's a very romantic Brandon song to me.
0: See, I always thought this was just a really good exploration of being like rejected. Right. That's that's always how I've I've read this song. But um, when we get to the lyrics, you'll see that basically everyone else fucking feels like it's more your interpretation of it. So. I don't know. Yeah, I
1: mean, it is. I do think it's a song like a kind of a rejection song. Very early Brandon feel to the lyrics. You know what I mean? Not nearly as confident. But still, uh, the romanticism shines through here.
0: Yeah, no, I I don't disagree. Um, now something else I, I want to point out is back when we first started doing this podcast I made a cover of this song
1: oh you gotta play it no Yep.
0: I don't want to
1: you just said that you made a cover of it and what we're supposed to be like oh how can we find this cause
0: well the thing is like I never made a secret about us of us doing it you know or of me doing it there just was play a it. <sighs> I'm not Just gonna play, play it. Okay, well, I can't play it in the watch together. We have to, we have to go okay. to the so you have to go to this band camp page. All right, which is in the Google Doc, which you can access on our uh Patreon. That's what it's called. I really am fucking out of it today.
1: Yeah, you really are.
0: I'm so sorry, Michael. You haven't to deal with me and shit. Um, so let's uh let's play the cover by spencer of this song we're only gonna play like a minute of it Uh, okay and before we get into it i i have some caveats because i feel like i need to make a lot of excuses i had no idea what the fuck i was doing i basically took like a a slowed down version of the karaoke thing and put a whole bunch of distortion over it and just sang over it we're gonna play like a minute and then it's gonna be awkward And then I'm going to be like, I'm going to take my headphones off. And after a minute, I'm going to stop it. This is my thing. Okay. All right. So uh, do you see where it is on the thing? It's song number. I already got it loaded up. I'm ready. All right. So let me let me. All right. Cool. All right. So three, two, one, go. I hate this so much. It's so awkward. I took my headphones off, by the way. It's too cringy for me. (laughs) Well, this is legitimately, like, one of the cringiest things I've ever fucking done. Oh, it's so
2: cringy.
1: There's nothing wrong with this, Spencer.
0: Oh, it's so, ugh.
2: I can't even recognize myself high It's not the answer. I don't know,
0: so man. Could I change your
2: mind?
0: I, I just... It's, I'm, you it's, know, Spencer... Look, it's fine. I know it's fine. It's just... You know, I can't... I, it's one of those things...
1: You're, you have a hard time listening to your own work?
0: I have a hard time listening to that because I know I could make it better
1: now. Well, that, that's understandable. It that's... was fine for what experience level you had, Spencer.
0: Yeah. For the record, you guys should all uh, go and get this uh, compilation. It was It was literally just a fan compilation of killer songs. All the tracks went to charity. Um, I think it was a fundraiser for BLM, which is cool. And so you guys should uh, check it out. It's called "Cause I Don't Shine If You Don't Shine." There's a link in the description of this episode, even though it's like two years old. Ugh. You want to see what the Reddit thinks of this song?
1: I I would like nothing more. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay so this is from user (laughs) ephemeral jackrabbit um and the thread is called change your mind not on hot fuss uh and they say i've literally only just heard the song today i became a fan in the era of spotify so i've always used that however today i realized there's a whole song i've never heard An awesome one at that. It is not on the Hot Fuzz album on Spotify (parentheses UK). You have to physically search for the song. It was a nice surprise, though.
1: That Um, is insane. But also, that it's so crazy to me that glamorous indie rock and roll replaced "Change Your Mind" out of all songs.
0: That's. Can you imagine? Okay, UK listeners and listeners in places where you had the glamour indie rock and roll version of this of this record. Did it fuck the album's entire pacing up as much as I think it would? Because I can't even imagine what that's like. Like having this this very early killers song in the middle of the record. It would be, it would be akin to having, okay, hear me out, hot fuss, but instead of indie rock, glamorous indie rock and roll, or change your mind, get trashed. Wow. Right? That's almost how I feel it would be. Like, I mean. <laughs> go.
1: That's, a, that's, that, get trashed is hilarious.
0: I love get trashed whenever we do our top 10 songs at the end of all this, which we're definitely doing. um, Get trashed is making my top 10. I love that song. Like, I'm glad that you
1: made such a U-turn on it. What an upset.
0: I mean, it kind of rocks. Sue me. It's, it's, it's a song I I think about so much.
1: I would just love to see Brandon read our lists. And he gets the number 10 on yours and he's like, get trashed. And I, he'd probably just be tickled because that's so humorous. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm sure there's, no, I mean, there's no chance in hell that song is ever going to be like remastered or played live or anything like that. That song's so far off the radar that there's no way, but it's not even I'm in sure the, he remembers the airspace. Right. I'm sure he remembers his headspace during that writing process and what was going on. So. I don't know, I, I would find that humorous where I in that situation.
0: Were you Brandon? Mm-hmm. Were I Brandon? Were you Brandon? Now, if you start by controversial, there's a post from classic user deleted. Um, and they say. Let me preface this by saying I know this probably this is probably not Brandon's original intention behind the song. However, as a high school student hearing it, I interpreted it as a gay man coming on to a straight man, and the straight man turns him down. Okay.
1: There's, it's so interesting to me that out of all the albums, and who knows what this was about, but out of all the albums, there's so many uh interpretations of hot fuss lyrics and hot fuss uh song meanings as something homosexual. What was the other one that we um, listened to? Uh
0: Mr. Brightside has some, but that's yeah. The, uh
1: Mr. Brightside, uh the what all these things that I've done, didn't we read something about that?
0: Yep. Uh Andy You're a Star has some.
1: Yeah, Andy You're a Star, that's one.
0: Like it's <clears> kind <throat> of weird. that That is true.
1: I don't get that from this. I just I don't think there's actually really any uh sexual preference being ascribed here. I think it's just rejection.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm sitting with it. It's not really uh one way or the other. It's it's completely general, which I think is why I like this song so much. It is such a universal feeling um to to be rejected and to Basically stages of grief bargaining through the rejection. Right. And I don't know. I just I like I get where this person is coming from, but I don't necessarily think it's exclusively that. How many how many
1: pop and rock songs are out there that are about a very similar thing, whether it be more of a sensitive approach, like Change Your Mind by the Killers is or a kind of. I don't know at this point in time like with our current consciousness of around sexual coercion and things like that a lot of them especially like from like 70s rock and 60s rock just come off like creepy and like desperate and this has a I don't know this is kind of sweet I don't even going back and listening to this even though this is 2004 a different era so this has the potential to be a song that is slightly problematic but there's no vibe from this it just it just kind of reinforces how sweet Brandon is.
0: Well, yeah, he's he's a little wholesome boy. But that's the thing. Like, right. I never. That's always kind of how I felt. It's not. I never felt like this song had kind of a creepy undertone to it. It was no, like. It's pure. It was like, I'm being rejected. That sucks. You know, is there any way I can, you know, at least get a chance? Maybe. Right. You know? Exactly. And I think that's... It's just... Brandon's a sweet boy.
1: Um, so... Interesting that the that indie Rock... I mean, before we move on to the next Reddit thread, um, direct conflict and main antagonist of the plot, Machops Don't Cry, uh, does say... Because someone asks why there's two different track lists between the UK and US versions, and Machops Don't Cry says... Because Brandon thought indie rock and roll would resonate more with the British fans, probably due to how differently it was received either side of the pond.
0: Uh, Yes, Machops Don't Cry, with more completely unsourced uh,
1: views on things. That's very weird. And how would Brandon know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, the record wasn't even released yet.
1: Right. And it's not like Brandon was known for, like, his time abroad in the UK. I'm pretty sure that... Until he started touring with, I I can't say this for certain, but I feel like until he started touring with the Killers, he probably had never been to the UK. Exactly. So.
0: You never know. No, but I agree with this. Like, the Chops Don't Cry, shut up. (laughs) Next thread.
1: (laughs) Owned. Next Reddit thread.
0: All right. uh, Next thread's called Change Your Mind.
1: (laughs) It's, is this the one with all the question marks? Yes. Change your mind with four question marks. Like somebody's panicked asking about this, this is by user Sam123. Oh, I'm sorry. Underscore Sam underscore 123.
0: Yes. And this is basically the same the same thing. Uh,
1: yeah. I didn't and know they had never heard. Change your mind. What a treat, though. I'm kind of jealous for anyone who like grew up with glamorous indie rock and roll and like loved hot fuss all those years ago and then later when Spotify was coming around you discovered Change Your Mind I got I had the ignoble experience of discovering glamorous indie rock and roll so
0: yeah which is a a significantly worse discovery
1: right it's like when you reach in your pocket and you find $20 that's such a good feeling conversely it's like when you reach in your pocket and find a big pile of shit (laughs) Jesus Christ
0: (laughs) Thanks, Michael. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel.
1: No, that'll spoil the pot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. God, there's shit in my pocket again. Damn it.
0: We should just we should just cut like the first like 15 minutes and just cut to here and uh, <laughs> <laughs> like with no
1: context. Yes, yes, just a cold open of me talking about the difference between those two songs. There's
0: shit in my pocket. Okay, so one more Reddit thread, and I feel like I couldn't not. This is from user uh, Ironing Out, and this is from three years ago. Quote, I think Change Your Mind is a very underrated song.
2: Uh Uh-huh.
0: But it is my parentheses current favorite TK song, so... All right, and you sort by controversial. Let's see if there's a Machops Don't Cry in here. Wow, there is. There is. is. Look at this motherfucking disagree here, as it doesn't attract me like other Hot Fuzz Killer songs. It's a nice, short, but rather forgettable song. IMO, TBH, I'm much more likely to listen to Ewba on top Andy Midnight Show. Wait, what's what the fuck? What's what? What's oh? Everything will know? be all right. I couldn't remember yeah. what. Yeah, it's be. like
1: a, everything will be all right.
0: E- Uba, Uba, uh, Andy, Midnight Show. Believe me, Natalie, for songs on the album. Not to mention those which missed out on a spot, like the Ballad of Michael Valentine, Waiting for Love. Oh, yeah. And by the way, then change my mind. For me, change your mind, change my mind is the weakest song on Hot Fuss. But that just goes to show how highly I rate the so-called weak second half songs in particular. I
1: Should- guess I think my chops don't cry. Have we confirmed that he's from the UK? Yes. So some of that could be. It's 100 percent.
0: It's a hundred percent like this person did not have changed change their your mind, mind on the album,
1: and uh, I don't know. I just I, it's hard for me to quantify some of these songs being better than change my mind. It's such a good one.
0: I think the bigger, I think the biggest tell in in this whole thing is that you know it's not listed among those. Hmm. Uh, glamorous indie rock
1: and roll. True. Yeah, that's not. It's not a better song, and the fact that you even mentioned that the possibility of "Ballad of Michael Valentine" appearing on Hot Fuss place of "Change Your Mind," "Change My Mind," "Change Your Mind," God, he he confused me. He was calling it "Change My Mind," "Change Your Mind." Yes, so much better than. I mean, "Ballad of Michael Valentine" is a lot of fun, yeah, but it's also fucking insane. There's no way a record producer would hear all the rest of the killer songs that they had together for Hot Fuss and be like, yeah, put that craziness on there.
0: (laughs) Exactly. It's just. I don't know. I don't I don't understand Machops don't cry. I feel I feel sorry for this person. You know.
1: Yeah. He thinks he's got the buzz, but he don't got the buzz. Exactly.
0: Want to do the lyrics? Yeah. Let's do the lyrics. Oh, hold on. Before we do that, it has been pointed out that the chords of this song sound like the opener of a New Order song. Uh, There was a Reddit thread about it, but I didn't keep the thread because I didn't want to extend the Reddit section so much more. So this is the song Crystal by New Order. Let's just listen to the beginning. No, it didn't play. Hold on. Play.
1: oh wow it really does, just brighter
0: it's, it's like a minor key
2: like crystal. Hey, we break
0: so that was weird wow yeah
1: when did that song come out?
0: um, I don't know
1: let's ask the internet
0: crystal new order 2001. So a little oh, bit so before this. Before. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. Because, like, that video doesn't look too old.
0: Yeah. Change your mind. Confirmed ripoff of Crystal by New Order.
1: Jeez, Brandon. Get some new material.
0: Yeah. Come on. Come on,
1: Brandon. Hot fuss era Brandon.
0: Hot fuss era Brandon. Goth Brandon.
1: Goth Brandon. Yeah. He, he was sweet a little boy, Goth Brandon.
0: Sweet, sweet Goth. Like, like wholesome Goth.
1: <laughs> wholesome Goth Brandon
0: i don't know he's probably my favorite wholesome goth second favorite wholesome goth uh no fielding
1: oh yeah he is a he is a very wholesome goth
0: yeah he's super wholesome he's he's su- he's so he's so he's such a also
1: surprisingly a lad
0: yeah he's super a lad
1: <laughs> okay super a lad that's what a spencer <laughs> thing to say All right, let's go to the lyrics.
0: (laughs) Who's on lyrics this week, bro?
1: I'm reading the annotations.
0: Shit. All right. Well, let's let's listen to this. Let's read this fucking page intro. Jesus Christ.
1: OK. Where's the page intro? (laughs) There is no page intro.
0: There's there's a there's a very short page. intro. This is
1: the eighth song on the killer's debut album. Hot Fuss. That's it.
0: Yeah, that's it. There's there's nothing else. It's bullshit. It's so small, okay. Yeah, there's, there's nothing about what the band has said about the song. Okay, right, lyrics. Racey days, help me through the hopeless haze.
1: User Katana says, After his relationship failed, the singer is hoping the days go by faster so he can forget about these dark times. Perfect annotation, love it.
0: But my oh my. Tragic eyes, I can't even recognize myself.
1: This is from user Mayo Dramatic, who says he's crying (laughs) due to to the relationship's downfall. The singer believes he has changed and doesn't recognize himself as he isn't the same person he was before the breakup.
0: I don't. Where is this breakup?
1: Like, I don't think it's a breakup. I think it's the feeling. Okay, Spencer, you've touched on this. Everybody out there. Who's ever been rejected. You can vouch for this when you've. When you've really put it all on the line, when you've really been like, I'm going to take my shot and this person I have a mad crush on. Shoot your shot. And I'm really going shoot. I'm I'm shooting for three at the buzzer and I'm just hoping with all of my heart that it happens. And then it doesn't, it's hard not to have your heart broken and it's hard not to be down on yourself. So I don't know. think that this is a breakup. Again, I think this is just a person feeling listless because they've been rejected because that has the same kind of like, aftershock as being dumped.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't even think I would almost go so far as to say this is like the preliminary like phase of that, like before you shoot your shot, but like once you've kind of committed to like doing it.
1: If you've ever uh-huh. been there,
0: which you have probably, I mean, I've been there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, you mean the dread before you shoot your shot?
0: Yeah, like the emotional dread. And yeah, then, obviously, and then, yeah. And then the chorus goes, So if the answer is no, can I change your mind?
1: Yeah. 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 I can go for it, but I definitely don't think it's about a breakup. So I
0: don't know. Something that always weirded me out. I, I gotta, there's so much to talk about. The, uh, for the record, one, this is one of my big songs. So. I have a lot of words inside of me about this song. And also, I'm not being very negative on it, but I'm going to be negative on it now. Some of the poetry in this song is a little weak, like it's a little too. Vogan for me, you know.
1: Uh, OK, so we're continuing this. Yeah, Spencer being critical of the song. OK, we're saying on brand it is most of the Hot Fuss songs have this same lyrical charm to them where it's just early Brandon stuff where he can get a tad poetic yeah sometimes it doesn't make like the fact that in verse one no one really knows in the official lyrics it says racy days I've spent most of my life thinking this was lazy days and even somebody in the comments thought it was lazy days and because who says racy days um racists I only know racy as like a description for oh, like hello. A, something sexual. Yeah, sex something something like overtly sexy or like lascivious. I don't think yeah. of something racy as like fast or speedy race. or like a race.
0: Well maybe like racy day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to ruin it. You're ready to, you're gonna have the rest of the episode ruined. I'm so sorry.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's 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 uh just Racy Days help me through the hopeless haze. Just jerking off. Just, just, yeah. just jerking it all day long, you know, to emotionally feel better about myself. That's what that lyric means.
1: This this is just the killer's <laughs> version of Longview by Green Day.
0: Exactly. It's just it's just, just a, whacking. It's just it's just about whacking the entire time to to feel better about oneself and to get over one's loneliness. That's what it's about. It's just a it's just a lonely lonely wank. That's the first verse.
1: It only took one verse for Spencer to reveal truly what this song's about to him.
0: A lonely wank.
1: Of. Yeah, all the times he's just sat at home, beating just, his meat, just wanking.
0: Yeah, sad wank.
1: Have a sad cum, baby.
0: A sad cum, yes. <laughs> uh anyway, so if the answer is no, can I change your mind? Like I don't know if we can go back from that. Like I
1: know, there's no way.
0: There's I, I fucked it up. Like it's it's completely done. Good, good. this this would be the moment when when Yako goes, good night, everybody.
1: As it <laughs> it's over. The podcast is over. And the uh, next time you'll have be having a sad wank, uh, your roommate's gonna be watching like Animaniacs in the living room. It's gonna laugh over your tears.
0: my my cum tears. Read the fucking annotation.
1: Here's the annotation by user Ekjo, who says, The singer's relationship with their counterpart seems tense, but he wants it to progress in a positive direction. The counterpart, on the other hand, seems less willing to engage. The singer decides to ignore the answer they have been given and believes that he can convince them to do what he wants. See, I don't think there's any coercion here. Exactly. It's, It's just so sweet that it just seems like Somebody looking up all bashful while looking at their shoes and being like, Are you sure? You know, like not being like, Come on, baby.
0: Exactly. Come it's on. not, it's not, it's not so uncomfortable. Lusty. Whatsoever. Yeah, lusty. Even and though the desperate. first verse is about, you know, cry wanking.
1: Right. <laughs> you know how it is. Racing days, looking at my porno mags.
0: Help me through the hopeful says. God fuck's sake. OK, OK, verse two out again. A siren screams at half past ten and you won't let go.
1: After the failure of the singer's relationship, he often wastes his nights away out on the town. Her influence has taken a toll on him, and he thinks of her often. Uh, again, this
0: is like half right or half how I feel about it. I feel like we're we're treating this annotation section as like almost an argument. You know?
3: Yeah. This
1: is uh, this is very weird poetry from Brandon a sky a siren screams at half past 10 and you won't let go. It's very confusing.
0: Well, hold on. While I ignore that we've both felt like this before, it show it starts it to starts show. It starts to show. And so
1: so this the 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 late singer, the protagonist, is kind of like should know better, basically. Like you're ignoring another sign because you're just so hopeful and, you know, kind of naive about the fact that you're gonna try to and and maybe this is something that has happened or they've given it a shot and it just didn't work, and he's still crushing a little bit. I mean and
0: I you could also read this as Basically, you think that someone likes you, but you're not making a move because of, like, fear of rejection. Is how I kind of read this. And the chorus kind of backs this up because it changes to, so if I have a chance, would you let me know? You know? Instead of just yeah. Being, ugh, God, this song... This song gives me a lot of feels because I've been there, and I think this is why I relate to this song because I'm like a lonely boy, and yeah, it just ugh. so this song got me through a lot of hard times. Let me put it to you that way.
1: Um, well, I, I'm glad it was there for you, Sad Uncle Coomer. Sad Uncle Coomer. Thanks, Michael. That's Spencer. Spencer is sad, Uncle Coomer. That's the vibes you'll get from Spencer. He likes bowling. He wears like the same bowling, the same outfit you would wear to bowling, but like casually. Um Thanks, Michael. He tells pun he tells puns very like very frequently. So
0: Yeah, you know, hopefully if you're listening to this episode, you know this already. Like I don't understand why. While you're while you're talking about this, like the audience doesn't know who the every fuck. Episode,
1: every yeah. episode is an opportunity for them to get to know us better if they don't already. Of course,
0: that's fair. That's fair, Michael.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it, it it helps to know why it's so special. You know what I mean? It's like uh, if you had a, a sad Coomer uncle who was really into like some sad Led Zeppelin songs or something. Or I guess now uncles are getting younger, huh?
0: So. Yeah. I think, different, I, saw a, different. I think I saw a Young Uncle at South By last week.
1: I feel like Young Uncle is an artist's name.
0: Yeah, definitely. Probably.
3: But
1: you definitely didn't see him at South By.
3: Why not? You're too
1: busy in your room.
0: Crying and wanking. <laughs>
3: Crying
1: and wanking while your roommate watches Big Bang Theory.
0: <sighs> Ugh. <laughs> the. that at the Big Bang Theory, not at the, not at the wanking. Um, (laughs) Anyway, read the annotation.
1: Uh, First, so if I have a chance. Yeah. Uh, Asking for her to confirm what he suspects, that at one point they did both have feelings for each other. Again, no one has said these are men, there's a man or a woman. This is not, there's no gender. So yeah,
0: there's no gender and there's no, there's no past relationship. I don't. (sighs) Okay. Look. If you're listening and you have feelings about this song and our interpretations of it. All right. Tweet at the pod at soul of a truck pod. And just tell me, just tell us where you're getting the relationship aspect of this from. Like, that's all I want to know. I don't, I feel like there's some sort of thing that's being grabbed by readers or listeners from the ether. That isn't there, and maybe it's just because they're putting what their own feelings are there, which is fine. But I just, I just want to understand. Anyway, Bridge, why are you? Why aren't you shaking?
1: Uh, let's
0: see. Chance the Ripper. Sorry, says, I like
1: Chance the Ripper. He has difficulty grasping the fact that she doesn't feel as intense of emotions and therefore isn't shaken up around him. (coughs)
0: Um. Hmm. Step back in time. Graciously taken. Oh, you're too
1: kind. She won't straight up tell him no, so he is being saved the pain of true rejection.
0: See, this is... I always envision this part as almost like a montage where these are literally like just, a
1: verbal montage
0: like a like a verbal montage of things people say when they're rejecting people
1: yeah
0: you know but I digress and if the answer is no can I change your mind
1: does this have a different one that, it's, this, it's, Katana says the singer is desperate to get with this girl even though their previous relationship didn't work out uh, Man, these annotations are rough. I'm not sure about this.
0: Yeah, I wish, I wish, I wish we had Soul of a Troll this week because there isn't one. I'm sorry. Um, This is almost one of the biggest regrets. Anyway, we're all the same and love is blind. The sun is gone before it shines.
1: User, I can't, Joe. okay, it was taking a second to load. In this case, the light of day is their relationship which never came to fruition despite the singer's repeated attempts.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just going to just smile and nod at this point. I don't understand where this is coming from. So, like I said, tweet at the pod or send us an email which is in the description of where this relationship where you're pulling this relationship from. And I said, if the answer is no, can I change your mind? If the answer is no, can I change your mind?
3: Yeah, that's a it. whole
1: song. I don't think in the user Katana. Sorry, I got a little ahead of myself. User Katana says. The constant reiteration of this unaltered chorus shows that the singer depends on a relationship with this girl in order for him to be happy. I disagree. I think this is just a repetition of the chorus because that's what you do to end a song sometimes. I don't think it changes any of the meaning of the lyrics or what. And if the answer is no, can I change your mind? I don't think it changes the meaning of that lyric in any other part of the song or here. Because, you know, the only difference is he says, and I said, which is just a transitional phrase. But if he had said something because you know how sometimes you'll have a chorus where like you repeat um you know every time when you do the chorus but then sometimes like on the last verse they change the lyrics like an uh here's a great example uh in uh blink 182 adam, all song? The small adam no, song all the small oh, things oh, yeah, oh, Adam's, yeah, Adam's song all things oh yeah oh yeah song adam song also does
0: it, does it. sorry that right. was
1: the very last, you know, all the small things at the very end uh, of that song. He, I actually do that in a, a couple songs. What's the aliens exist. They do that, too. Where the last chorus has some different lyrics and that does change the meaning. You yeah. Know, so
0: Adam's song uh, goes from really bleak to really hopeful in the last lyric or the last chorus. And so but I don't think this is like that. Personally.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: no, I, I completely agree. I don't think this is really like that at all. But this seems like some. Yeah, this was all done years ago. And it is change your mind. So I will say in these people's defense. A li- these lyrics are a little brandony. They are.
0: They are very brandony. There's certainly some things where it's like. I feel like an English teacher would have a heyday with the the with this song in particular. This is one of the most like if if I were to do a poetry course for like high school English, I would play this song and just watch kids uh give their interpretations and then tell them they're all wrong, because that's what English teachers do. Because you're <laughs> wrong unless you agree with my interpretation.
1: Arr! Did you have a bad experience in English? Oh, that was yes. not my experience in English. Yes,
0: I did. I, I super did. Well, you might be dumb. I am dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what did you fucking expect me to say there?
1: <laughs> I so, am it's probably not the teacher's fault.
0: I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I had a lot of experiences where it was just like You know, it's you don't get to give your interpretation of a thing. This is the interpretation.
1: And Uh, I feel like the universally accepted interpretation in some regards, you know what I mean? I guess that's the advantage of continuing with English if you didn't like it is eventually in college since I took so much. It's celebrated when you have a different or new idea. Usually I can't speak for all courses, but and the courses I took. The Nobody wanted to hear the same old shit, you know, like, oh, the curtains are green. Well, he must like money or something, you know, like, okay, don't just make a stretch like English teachers, in all honesty, would be ripping through most of Brandon's poetry. And then also a lot of these fucking interpretations from people, because it's like there's no need to pointlessly gender this stuff. There's no need to pointlessly, like, insert this narrative that they use the person's desperate and like was broken up with or something no it, it feels
0: like projection on the part right. of the interpreter as it were whereas yeah. i feel like this song speaks to a very universal thing which is no one likes being rejected and no one likes being hurt and no one likes that build up and it fucking sucks and everything sucks and it's a sad song but it's like a really I don't know. Do you think this is a happy song or a sad song? This is a sad song, right? I think it's a sad song. It's 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 kind
1: of bittersweet. Yeah, that's why I think it's not like gross or creepy. Um, yeah, because yeah. a lot of songs that are about similar subjects can be. It, it, I think it, this song the the words I would use melancholy, kind of bittersweet, wistful.
0: It it never comes off as as angry at the other person. It never. No, says Exactly. It never says it's never like blaming the other person for not feeling the same way. You know, it's or at least that's how I always read it. It never feels like you're a bad person because you don't like me. It's like, you Agreed. know, it, if, if if you don't, is there any way I could change your mind about it? it? It feels very fair, as it were. Emotionally right. speaking, but,
1: and not dismissive,
0: but that might be me as the listener projecting my own feelings about it because I know, cause I've been in that situation and I'd like to hope that I've been, I've acted in a way that was not, you know, making someone feel bad for not being interested, you know? What a fucking bummer! Can we can we do name the same or something?
1: <laughs> hey, you're the one who got sad. I'm yeah, no shit. This is like fuck. This song fucks me up. I'm so excited for this first name the same.
0: Oh my god! Okay, so, first
1: appearance by a true icon.
0: Okay, so this is the song "Change Your Mind" by Britney Spears.
1: Lori,
2: huh?
1: uh, when did this album come out? Uh let's see
2: to
0: impress 2016
1: Oh okay so this is some new shit Perfect specimen
2: Yeah i appreciate you wrong I really do
0: What the fuck this is so weird
2: Say you don't wanna cross the line, but I'm gonna make it you change your mind This
0: is so I don't even know how I feel about this.
2: What? my uh, You wanna
0: hear my hottest take of all time? Yeah. Imagine if you will uh fuck, what's her if this was a Shakira song.
1: It sounds like it could be because of the like bilingual stuff, but it also seems kind of weird that Britney Spears of all artists would do a bilingual song. I mean I mean, she's from Louisiana, right? <clears throat> I don't know. If I remember correctly. Uh I had never heard anything from this album. Well clearly. Clearly, we need
0: to sit down and just listen to it straight through.
3: Uh, you know what's fun funny about this is that <laughs> this song has
1: like more <sighs> sexual, like a like sexually coercive vibes than the killer's song. The chorus is "No seas Cortes," which just means I'm, an, you know. I'm going to change your mind, change your mind. And then she says, I'm going to make you change your mind. You don't want to cross the line, but I'm going to make you change your mind. So that sounds like way worse than Brandon. This is not sweet.
0: Yeah, this is this is very coercive.
1: Right. You know? Wow, there's a whole bridge where she sings in Spanish. That's rough. What is she sublime?
0: <laughs> what is she? Sublime? Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know you're trying to be polite. I know you want to treat me well, but do not be polite. Parentheses. Do not be polite. I know you're trying to Jesus.
1: Yeah, don't don't read on kids. Make sure you ask your parents permission for going online. Thanks, Michael. What's the next? What's the next one?
0: All right. Next up, we've got Neil Young and Crazy Horse performing their song, Change Your Mind. Ding, ding, and ding, ding, ding. Why is the song 15 minutes long?
1: Neil Young. Okay, so it's like there's probably a big jam part. It's Neil Young and Crazy Horse, so there's gotta be multiple solos, really long, extended dad jams. When you get Holy shit, that's Spencer. You
2: need to test
1: your- wow, fuck you, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least he's got a lovely singing voice.
1: Well, this is already infinitely better than the Britney Spears song. Sorry, Britney.
0: This song's actually kind of a bop. Yeah. Or a banger.
1: Yeah, this is a real jam right here.
0: A jam. That's what it is.
1: This is one of the first songs in a long time that I'm like, I would look this up after we record.
0: Yeah, I kind of want to this is kind of a it's kind of good. Also, he does not look very Neil Young in this uh, in this video.
3: Uh, he looks like Neil Young to me.
0: Just old. He looks like Neil old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Next. All right. Oh, shit. I just saw who it is. OK. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, shit. I actually skipped one. Uh, so next up, we've got Keith Urban. Oh, my which, God. Which I totally like just bowled over. Because uh, all the other ones were multiple pages, but this one wasn't. What is going on? My my watch together is is. Oh, here we go. So this is uh Keith Urban's song. Change your mind. Oh no. The song has one of those opening lyrics that. I don't know if we we're gonna make it a full minute of this. Oh god.
2: Oh you had to go and you had to go and I couldn't stop it I was not willing to bend. You said it again and again You need a heart that benefits you So you change your world You change your hair and the clothes you
1: wear when you feel sad I can't. It, yeah, that's fucking awful. Yeah, that like, was
0: that's... that was painful.
1: So I've been for my job one of uh the people I talk to for my job has been talking about Keith Urban and how his shows always sell out in New York and I'm like that's fucking horrible. <laughs> what? Why? That many people want to go see Keith Urban? Well, you know, look, we got we got to get we got to get we got to get Santa back on here and talk to him about Keith Urban.
0: Why well, I just does 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 Santa and slash or his good pal Jason really like Keith Urban? Keith Urban's Australian. Keith Urban's Australian?
1: Yes. He's As, an Australian American. I thought he was a Isn't he country music? Yes. He sings American country music. He's from Australia? Yes. He's, he was actually born in New Zealand. But he's he grew up in australia i am I'm so
0: fucking confused right now, right
1: <laughs> and I just want to know what anyone from Australia thinks that a guy from Australia ended up making some music that sounds like it's from a guy from Texas like, that is uh, very interesting right uh, he tra- I, He had four singles in Australia before mu- moving to the united states i
0: I don't even know what the fuck to say to that. And he's
1: married to Nicole Kidman,
0: so of of course, of course. Okay, next up we've got um, O Three Greedo and the record. Oh yeah, this is from the song. This is from the record "Still Summer" in the projects. Wait, do you know? I've never heard of O Three Greedo. He's a rapper. I was hoping for big band music.
1: I want a recreation of this album cover with Spencer.
0: I don't have a jacket that that's, that's that puffy. We can
1: just rent one.
0: Ah, uh, yes, a jacket rental store. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's so much voc vocoder. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just trying to maintain. I was trying to get changed to the nigga got
2: changed. Now I'm losing my bank. You should stay in your line. You should sell some cocaine.
0: You should sell some cocaine. Quote,
3: something that cocaine. Spencer
1: says constantly to people he knows.
0: Quoth, O3 Greedo.
1: <laughs> yeah, just like, okay. All right, what's the next name? The same, what do we got? Well, What'd you think of that? That was fine. I've heard better from O3 Greedo.
0: Okay. I'll take your word for it. What's your favorite O3 Greedo song? Now I need to know this. Or were you just... Or are you just-
1: I like, uh, there's a song he does with Freddie Gibbs that I like called Death Row. That one's the best. That one's better.
0: Okay, I'll take, I'll, I'll check it out. And you should too, audience. Anyway, this is, uh, the All-American Rejects, who I think this is their first time on the pod.
1: I want to say that's right. I want to say that's correct.
0: Which is weird, because... I feel like I should have found an excuse to play All-American Rejects on the bottom. All-American
1: Rejects are just like bizarro world uh, killers. God, why did everyone sing with this accent?
2: You're not wrong, but...
0: what's the name of that band um
1: Jesus Christ
0: why do they it's so weird like we never get all American rejects deep cuts
2: yeah
1: that's all I can take of that one
0: Wow. A lot of a lot of just painful songs named Change Your Mind this week, eh?
1: Yeah, that. Yeah, we've had some tough ones, I'll be honest on it. But hey, thankfully, we also had Neil Young. That was nice.
0: Um, What's next? So. So I feel like. All American Rejects is just just May Day Parade, but like 10 years before. Like, I feel like they're basically the same band.
1: Um, there's just so many people say how that like the lead singer had that like vocal inflection in the early 2000s.
0: They're all just copying Tom DeLonge, but like trying to change it just a little bit. You know, it's uh, it's like when you copy someone's work and you uh, want to make sure the teacher doesn't realize you did it. Everyone's so, just everyone's just ripping off Tom Tom DeLonge. That's
2: my, I, I'll buy it. Yeah
0: anyway so this is uh eli and uh his their song change your mind
1: oh man this is modern for sure everybody now has this accent
0: yeah no this is 2018 yep yep generic early 2000s
1: song late 2000s, Yeah, late, late 2010s, late. late 2010s. Anything actually after 2012, 2011, 2012 sounds like this. Yeah, no. Like this sounds like what's his face, Sean Mendez? or so many other pop artists. Who's, I, I mean, I feel like we listen to a song that sounds like this every week.
0: Yeah, pretty much. This is this is the name the same sections like equivalent
1: of a Gerwig pretty much song song from 2015 or beyond. That just sounds like a dude trying to sound sexy and sensitive with hyper production value. You
0: know, the only
1: interesting thing about this is that Eli is German.
0: That's weird. And he's singing in English.
1: Right. Everybody's just trying to sound like Ed Sheeran.
0: Exactly. But they're not Ed Sheeran. Okay, so I I picked this one just because I recently saw this guy live. He opened for Beach Bunny. This is uh, Milo. And when I saw him and his band live, they were very good. So let's see if this song called Change Your Mind is any good. want the closure no one's lining up for me it's kind of jingly jangly yeah a
2: little jingly
1: jangly guitar song do right. I, know you
0: got my number. I do like this but i feel like you're going to tell me it sounded exactly like the last song
1: no this is way better than the last song yeah
0: but no i saw this guy live he's super good uh
1: No, he doesn't sound anything like it because it sounds like his voice is more natural. Yeah. It does have production on it, but it's, it's, it's also not as strong as the last guy's voice. It's but kind I of appreciate that. It's, it's more kind of flawed, which I like. It's kind of like
0: dream poppy almost. Or yeah,
1: or it reminds me kind of a vampire weekend,
0: which is kind of the same idea. Um, but no, check out Milo. He's super good. His band's awesome. And, oh, no uh,
1: way. Sorry, I just saw who the the next artist is, and I cannot believe we're getting this band on the same section. I would have never thought.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) But before we go there, what did you think of that? You like that?
1: That was good. That was uh, my second favorite so far. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, check out Milo. I don't know if he's actually big or small, but I hadn't heard of him before I saw him open for Beach Bunny like a couple months ago. So uh, I'm going to go. We know he's not high. So this is Sister Hazel and their song, (laughs) Change Your Mind.
1: Sister Hazel. Wow. Oh, my God. I have a bad feeling that this is from, like, 2000s era Sister Hazel. uh, This is what Oh, it is. Year 2000. It sounds like Christian music. Who's a... so so okay so this this just sounds like train so is sister hazel
0: just like discount like dave matthews band
1: i lump sister hazel in with uh spin doctors so like hacky sack rock from the 90s
0: hacky sack rock that's a good that's a good description
1: i like that a lot if you if if your main vowel that you lean on is the letter A, then you're hacky sack rock.
0: All right, well, I want to hear the scores though. Yeah, this it sounds is like, like Christian. Yeah, no, it sounds like it's Christian rock. It sounds like Christian yeah.
1: rock. It just sounds like like it almost sounds like Christian less than Jake with minus the horns.
0: Yeah, which makes it in, in immeasurably worse.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Because first off, Christian less than Jake, I'm pretty sure exists because Christian Ska is a real thing.
1: Uh, there's, I had no doubt in my mind that Christian Ska, was, it just seems like that's something Christians would co-op because Ska feels good. Yeah.
0: And, you know christianity probably feels good to christians
1: yeah if you're really believing yeah that love of jesus christ will fill you up just like uh it'll really pick you up pick you up pick you up see i
0: was gonna like (laughs) i was gonna like stare at you through the internet for your that love of jesus christ will fill you up line (laughs) you know because you know make it dirty that's all i ever do yeah But then you made a pick me up, pick me up, pick me up song (laughs) like reference or pick it up, pick it up, pick it up (laughs) reference. And uh, and I just I couldn't.
1: Can you deny that there's a Christ?
0: And his love lives inside all our hearts. That's my uh that's my Christian Scott y- song.
1: Are you a Christian with strength and conviction? And do you put all your faith and religion? Do no. we take the time no. to really No, work? no, <laughs> no.
0: You are not allowed to fuck up all my best friends are metalheads. That song is perfect and I will hear no negativity about it. Don't do that to me, man.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I get the same from B. I spent too much time being raised as a Christian, so I can just turn any song into a Christian song if I really want to.
0: Oh, man. Okay, so... I guess it's time for live versions. And the first one, I think this might be one of the earliest examples of uh, Dave fucking with the rest of the band (laughs) because it involves one of my favorite things. Like when you see a live band and that is the guitar player playing the song faster to fuck everyone else up. (laughs) So, uh, so let's, let's check this out. This is a change your mind from Lollapalooza in 2005. Beautiful look at look at fucking yeah. Freddie Mercury, Ronnie. Wait, what even is Ronnie th- right now? What? A- oh, Jesus. Oh, this is- yeah, look at this
1: plaid jacket. that The suit
0: suit Brandon over here.
1: Can
2: I change your mind?
1: Wow, back when Brandon was doing this cutesy shit on the mic. This is just uh, early days, Ronnie. He didn't quite have the Freddie Mercury look because he didn't have the stash. Yeah, like he did. Yeah, this is just clean cut young Ronnie. He looks like he's crying, though. And he looks like he's wearing makeup. Oh, yeah, he's definitely wearing eyeliner.
0: He's so young. Okay, just I want you to think about this. In 2005, Brandon is like younger than I am now. So he was like, geez, he was probably like 24 in this video. Yeah. Jesus. I I would keep watching that. The, the problem with this is it's going to be, I'm going to be watching these and I want to watch the whole song. Because I love this song. I don't blame you. But we can't do that because we have to watch hungover hungover dave performing at the bunkhouse in las vegas in 2016. this is easily one of my favorite venue videos because i anytime you see dave in sunglasses like that dude's super hungover we're gonna skip like two of the first minutes so we can like hear a little bit more but so one minute here we go no what happened Look, look at Dave. Look at fucking wow. Dave. <laughs> I
1: mean, he's kind of vibing, and Mark's there.
0: Well, that's the other thing. Like, I'm watching this, and this is... The thing that really freaks me out about this is how... This is the the original band, but... Sorry, I'm distracted now by the song. Look at, look at Ronnie. Ronnie,
1: consistent Rice.
0: and vibey as always. He's really getting into this song. Oh, it's so good. Um. So something I wanted, I was trying to say, because my brain, I couldn't. Um, this was, like, when they were kind of on again, off again, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, 2016, they were, like, Dave wasn't appearing in a lot of the promotional stuff. He was, like, not always touring with the band.
1: So Right. And neither of them were on Imploding the Mirage, which came out after this.
0: Yeah. So this, this is such a weird, like, a surprising show, because this is one of probably the last shows that the killers performed with all of its original members all together in a live set. I don't know. I think this is, that's kind of cool. Pretty interesting, but but something I do want to point out, Ted is also there.
1: Yeah, of course. Got to add Ted.
0: Yeah. Hashtag uh, Ted, basically the fifth member of the band. Um, okay, so we got one more of these live versions, and then we've got covers. Uh, so this is the Killers performing a pre-show acoustic set in Milwaukee in 2018, and we're gonna go to like
1: halfway through. Oh yeah, Brandon in just t-shirt and jeans. Uh huh. T T Brandon. Voice has gotten better.
0: I really like that the way he does that part now. Yeah. Let's let's just stop it there because we've this
1: episode's getting long already. Interesting that they chose Jake to play the acoustic guitar for that.
0: I mean, not Ted. So, I, I'll, I'll, I'm I'll going to, full disclosure, I watched like 10 minutes of the new documentary, and something that's really weird about it is it's Ronnie playing the acoustic guitar on it. Like, they do a little live thing. Oh, set, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And it's Ronnie playing the acoustic. So, clearly, they're just all little talented boys playing... All the instruments. (laughs) I don't know.
1: What praise?
0: What praise? Michael, it's time for covers. However, what do we do before covers?
1: Don't get mad. We run an ad.
0: That was terrible. We just played the ad, by the way.
1: Yeah, I had a feeling.
0: Okay, so... Unfortunately, there's not a slowed and reverb, although I'm counting my cover as a slowed and reverb. So because I definitely slowed it and added a bunch of reverb. So but we already listened to that, so that doesn't count. So this is user Rob Spicer and his cover of Change Your Mind by the Killers. Now, I tried to limit the Gerwig's, but I think... I don't remember if I actually did this, but there might be two Uke covers this week. Anyway.
1: Two whole Uke covers.
0: A lot of Ukes. Okay, low-key... This guy looks like Sandy. Sandy, is this you?
1: That does not look like Sandy.
0: It looks a little like Sandy.
1: No. Okay. Spencer's face blind.
0: I don't I don't remember what Sandy looks like clearly.
1: Sorry, Sandy.
0: Sandy, I'm sorry. This is a really good cover though. Um it's just a dude in a bare room. He's got a he's got a pull up bar in his doorway.
1: Oh yeah, he sure does. So the answer,
2: no, can I, change your
3: mind? I like that a lot. That was super cute.
0: What'd you think of that, Michael?
1: That was Presh.
0: Oh, I do have two U covers.
1: <laughs> you son of a bitch.
0: Well, here's the first one, and of course, it's two teens. So this is uh, the use the YouTube channel wish W E I S H. How would you say that?
1: Uh, W I S H.
0: W E I S H. Weish. Weish. Okay. Weish. Weish. Wish. I'm gonna say Weish. Okay. So this is a U cover uh, of Change Your Mind by the Killers from the user Weish. All right. Describe the scene, Michael.
1: Uh, the ukulele is in Two Stuffed Animals, uh, and then a couple just took the animals off and sat on the bed. Oh, this is very sweet, actually.
0: Yeah, and they're just sitting in a room, like on a bed. Got to turn the volume up a
1: little bit. Oh, and they're both singing.
0: I think this is really cute. Like, this is adorable.
1: Yeah. This is one of the most precious covers we've ever seen on here.
0: Also, they're harmonizing.
1: Yeah, and that's that's added. I mean, the musicality is better. They're good at playing the uke and at singing, so.
0: Okay, I'm going to stop it. All right, let's do uh, the second, let's do minute. Let's start this from the one minute mark. So this is the user surf spaghetti. And this is a one man band cover. So it's like one dude playing all the instruments and we're going to skip to a minute in. All right, man, just the freeze frame. It's like a beardy dude with a, with a nice watch.
1: Good production quality.
0: Oh no, this is super nice. It's not really a split screen. Also, where the fuck is he recording this? It's
1: like a basement.
0: It looks like he like like went into an abandoned house that he just like found and just recorded this. Favorite part of the song. find out what what if the answer is no. What'd you think of that, Michael?
1: That was nice. Great production value, bud. Yeah.
0: Okay, so the reason I I did two ukes is because this person doesn't do it the same way as the first person. So this is Julia Rochambeau. And maybe she does do it different. Julia
1: Rochambeau.
0: Rochambeau. That's what it is.
1: Alright, this is also adorable. Yeah. It's a she very a, like a it's a ska, ukulele.
0: Oh yeah, it's got like the checkerboard on the mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. And this is super cute. In this strange white void that she's recording in.
1: Yeah, nobody has Beatles posters anymore. What's the deal?
0: Yeah, what the hell, guys? It's
1: like y'all don't even like the Beatles.
0: A lot of people don't.
1: Well, they're wrong.
0: For real, you're wrong. The Beatles are
1: good. They sure are. Our boldest take of the pod yet. (laughs) The Beatles are good. (laughs) The Beatles are good. Uh, Hear this and other hard-hitting facts on Soul of a Truck. (laughs) you're
0: not wrong
1: Mondays on Spike TV
0: (sighs) Mondays on Spike TV
1: Shut up I feel like the viewer base for Spike TV would fucking hate us
0: I I don't think they would they, you know, in the immortal words of Raul Julia I don't even know who you are (laughs) (laughs) yep Which I'm pretty sure is actually Thanos, but I refuse to acknowledge any Marvel movies and just attribute any time the villain has no idea who the good guys are to uh, the Street Fighter movie, which is superior in every way to the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: The Street Fighter movie is actively bad, Spencer. Don't slander the Marvel movies, which they work really hard on and that people just love. But... The Street Fighter movie, as much as I love Street Fighter, is fucking horrible. But Raul Julia is the only good part of that movie. Yeah,
0: he's incredible. Mm -hmm. He made a he made it was like his last role or something. And he did it because his kid liked Street Fighter. And he shut up. The, The entire background of that movie is super sweet. And Raul Julia is cool as hell. And his performance makes that movie good. With that said, this is Olivia Root and her song, her cover, Change Your Mind.
1: All right. Interesting.
0: Different lyric.
1: Help me through
2: the haze, but my, oh
0: my. All right. Skip ahead. Okay, skipping ahead. Perfect. This is really good.
3: That's the other thing. Like
0: all of these, I I I was really trying my hardest to like do ones that sounded a little different, and so I'm I don't know what did you think of that one? That was pretty. That was that was good. That was a uh, Gerwig. It was a Gerwig. Yes, she had a good voice. She had a good voice. Thanks, Michael. Okay, so (sighs) I have a lot of feelings about this next one. So this is a full band, and it feels like a school of rock cover, because all the members of the band are like 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 teens, but it's got like shitloads of production value, and they probably did a bunch of takes so they could get like all the camera angles, or they had like a huge multi camera whatever. This is um, it does it's not like, letting me see the the name of the channel, so let's just play it. And then I'll find the name of the channel while we're playing it. So this is Ki- Kylie Go. Also, she does like a Tom DeLong voice. Really? Yeah. Let's okay. just start from the beginning here. You'll see. What wow, there's a lot about. of members of this band. also, what the drummer is doing is just good. Like I love that little flourish.
1: Like the extra snare?
0: Yeah. Behind.
2: So if the answer is no, can I change your mind?
0: I really like this, but it's just like...
1: Yeah, this is a quality cover.
0: But you hear what I'm you hear what I'm talking about with like the like the voice she's putting on, right?
1: Yeah, there is a little bit of like a like Like an an attitude style voice, like
0: an Avril Lavigne. Yeah, yeah. adding a little edge, you know, um, a paramour. You know, that's what you get when you let your heart win. (laughs) It's my uh, yeah,
1: just another sad Coomer song for Spencer.
2: What? Fuck you!
1: (laughs) Who's next? Do we have a? It looks like we got some classics. It was just that was just it was just the first fucking
0: Paramore song I could think of.
1: Yep, 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 yep. Natural, natural.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I want to finish this. This is you mean? Okay, so this is um classic uh musician of the pod and noted trump supporter uh uh extra large electricity aka maximum power we're gonna skip halfway through halfway
1: this is dorm days
0: He's really getting into this, by the
3: way.
1: I like how he looks directly into the camera for this part.
0: I really like how he plays this. Like, as somebody who doesn't play guitar, he, he's making he's making his instrument sound bigger than it is by playing it the way he plays it.
1: Yeah, maximizing. It's, it's, it's pretty nice. He's maximizing
0: Louisville, the proverbial the power. power of his instrument. Next, next. Okay, one more cover. This is the last cover, and there's only one way to finish out. Let's be honest. All right. The greatest human being that has ever lived. My friend and your friend and friend of all of humanity. Filled with joy and kindness and wholesome, pure energy. It is Godzilla fan 9000, a.k.a. Mr. Sun's 10 and his cover of Change Your Mind by the band, The Killers.
1: I wish I could see the rest of his shirt.
2: It's
0: so wholesome. (laughs) Good. <laughs> I know I say this a lot, but it's so fucking wholesome.
1: It truly is. I mean, that's why we love Mr. Sunstein aka Godzilla Fan Nine Thousand. It's the purest girlwake energy there is. It'll ugh. never be topped.
0: It's just, it's just so wholesome. It's, it's like, uh I could, if if he if he just, just he came from the heavens and bestowed upon us this like. Perfection of Gerwigitude. that sound that sounds I don't like that word. I'm never saying that word again,
1: yeah, you just fumbled the bag. It's okay, Spencer.
0: It's fine, you know we can't we can't <laughs> always they can't all be winners, but the point is Mr. Sons Ten is perfect, and uh i just I just thought I should mention that anyway, Michael, what are your final thoughts on the song Change Your Mind by the band of
1: Killers? Uh, You know, I love this song. I think it's a a peak classic Killers track. Definitely one of the strongest on Hot Fuss. You'll see my full review later when we finally finish that album. But definitely the best song from the second half of Hot Fuss, in my opinion. (sighs) What are your thoughts, Spencer? This song's so...
0: I just... This song got me through a lot of hard times. And I feel like no matter what I'm going to say here, I'm going to have more things to say about it later in my brain that I just. I don't know. I I think I've said everything I've wanted to say, but in five minutes after we finish recording, I'm going to say, golly gosh, I should have said this, that or the other thing. (laughs) This song helped me through a lot of hard times and I keep it on a lot of my playlists because of that. And so, you know what? I think this song is probably more than anything else we've done. Why I do this pod and why I love this band. Um, yeah. So with all of that said, thank you so much for listening. As always, I have been Spencer Palio and with me as always has been your friend and mine, Michael Nance. If you, have made it all the way to the end. Thank you. We appreciate the heck out of you. If you'd like to support us, perhaps financially, you can scroll to the bottom of any episode and click our anchor affiliate link. If you would like access to episode notes, exclusive episodes, uh, other things, you can always support us on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash soul of a truck of killers podcast. If you think I'm funny or you want to hear about my silly thoughts, Feel free to follow us on Twitter. That's at soul of a truck pod. If you think Michael is funny, you can follow us on our Instagram. That's at, uh, that's Instagram.com slash soul of a truck pod. And if you would like to send us any silly thing that you can think of anything at all, uh, I burped. You can email us at soul of a truck pod at gmail.com. I've been Spencer Palio. Michael say goodbye.
2: Bye, I love you. There is no, can I change your mind? Ah, again, a siren screams at half past ten.